joining from the Warren Henderson Farm Bureau Board is Ken McMillan. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. Also a member of, of course, the Monmouth Rotary Club. Right. And uh, let's uh, let's talk about a, a big week that you had at the National FFA Convention. Tell us all about it. Well, every year at the National FFA Convention, they invite back uh, some of us old-timers, people who were national FFA officers a long time ago. And it was the 60th year since I was national FFA president. Uh, and so I was invited to be there, and they bring the past officers on the stage. And, and uh, I was the first one to be introduced because I was the oldest one that was there. And I was the only one from my team of six officers who was able to be there. Um, but the next 10-year in increment, 72-73, uh, all six of those uh, past officers could be there. In fact, they allowed them to do the opening ceremony for the FFA convention, which, which was a big, big highlight. They still use the words Future Farmers of America right. instead of just FFA. So it, it, was, it was a really an interesting week. There were 72,000 uh, people there, mostly in blue and gold FFA jackets. They hold it at the Colts Stadium in Indianapolis. And so it, it was a big thing with lots of other things going on with it at the same time. 72,000 people. Now, what's ironic about this is I was talking to an employee who scored Taylor Swift tickets for next year, and they were already telling them, get a hotel now because it's the same time as the National FFA condition, uh, uh, Convention at the same place at the Colt Stadium. So 72,000 kids next year will also be there when that the, the big Taylor Swift concerts. Wow. I can't. I don't know how that town will handle. I that, don't know either. Anyway. <laughs> so 1962 to 63, you were the National FFA president. You were born in Bushnell. What school did you represent? Well, Bushnell Prairie City High School. Okay. Uh, in fact, one of the interesting things this year, one of the national officers was was Tracy or uh, uh, Gracie Murphy from Macomb, and both of her ag teachers in Macomb were Bushnell Prairie City FFA uh, graduates. And and one of the interesting things about the convention, uh, the Macomb FFA arranged for a whole busload of people from Macomb to be at the convention in order to pay a tribute to uh, Gracie Murphy. So that was that was one of the also one of the many interesting things related to the convention. And the Monmouth College connection is that the woman who is now head of the National FFA Foundation and they raise millions of dollars every year for all of the major national awards that are given. That's Molly Ball, who was the vice president for development at Monmouth College. I remember before, that. Before she, she went to the National FFA Foundation. And Lucy Kellogg yes. works for her. And so Monmouth and Monmouth College had, had quite a presence at the FFA convention. Now, where is that headquartered then, where Molly works? Uh, the National FFA Center is in Indianapolis. Okay. They moved out from Alexandria, Virginia, maybe, I don't know whether it was 20 years ago. And there's a very, a very interesting historical center 
there. So that's where the foundation is, and that's where the, for instance, the person that's the national advisor of FFA, his offices are there. That's cool. Very cool. I do remember Molly Ball. Of course, Lucy uh, Kellogg, uh, uh, Lucy Thompson. Right. Um, so, yeah, Jack was back. Her son was back and jumped on the air Saturday night during the Mama Throwsville Titans football game. So that was fun. Now, is he still at Arizona State? State? Yeah, yep. I do believe so. Yep. And their daughter's at, I think, Notre Dame. Small town. Yep. One of the other interesting things that happened, uh, two of the people who were there, the uh, U.S. Secretary of Agriculture was a speaker, and Zippy Duval, who's president of the American Farm Bureau, was there. But one of the things that they did, and my, my brother was involved in this conference uh, the day that the FFA convention started, apart from the convention, uh, a group of them met at the National FFA Center, and they plotted strategies to get more people recruited to become vocational agriculture teachers because you don't have FFA if you don't have an ag program in the school. And many of the schools now are having a difficulty, difficult time finding uh, the FFA advisors and ag teachers. And part of it is some of these schools, for instance, Macomb has three, uh, and uh, I think United has two, Bushnell Prairie City has two. So they're needs to be a good pipeline for uh, educating more people so they can be vocational agriculture teachers. Sure, sure. Yeah, we, you and I have talked about it many times for some sort of an ag program. Uh, would be great here in the, the region. That would be lovely. So this was the 96th year of this FFA convention. That is amazing. The, the first convention of the National FFA in uh, 1928 was it the beginning of the organization. So the next convention, which would have been the second, the FFA would have been one year old. So this is the this was the 96th convention, but FFA is 95 years old. Gotcha. Okay, so 96th year of the convention, but 95 years old. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And gosh, what, what did FFA, what was it like in the 60s? Well, the convention was in Kansas City. Fifteen, when I presided, there were 15,000 FFA members there instead of 72. Um, in, in many cases, you know, the same FFA jacket uh, today that we had back then. Uh, so there's some things that haven't changed. They've changed a, certainly a lot of those ceremonies to reflect uh, broader agriculture than just uh, farming. Um, Many of the contests, parliamentary procedure, public speaking, extemporaneous speaking, uh, were the same. But the awards that are available for kids in FFA and vocational agriculture have expanded dramatically. And that's partly what Molly Ball's job is. To She has a staff of 25, I think, and they've, they have people working all over the country to raise to raise funds, mostly for awards and mostly for travel experiences for uh, kids that are in FFA. Very cool. Okay, so that was this past week in Indianapolis, 72,000 people, and you can, you enjoyed it, get a chance to go back up on that stage and look out um, to all of the FFA Future Farmers of America is what it is. It, that is the traditional name, right? Yes, they call it the National FFA Organization now, but okay, but 
It's still Future Farmers of America for me. And then a decade later, you rolled into the Illinois Senate as a Republican member from 77 to 83. Is that right? Yeah, the time went by pretty fast. I'm not in, in, um, you know, I went back to college, got my degree, started work for Illinois Farm Bureau, and then went to Washington to uh, be the chief speechwriter for the Secretary of Agriculture. Came back to work on a a PhD, but my political career uh, interrupted uh, the PhD work. Uh, and then I served in the Illinois Senate from 77 to 83. Cool. I just have a, a question that you and I off the air were kind of chatting. And and uh, what what was politics like in the, the late 70s, early 80s? And compare that to today. Well, it was a lot more civil. Uh, there were differences. Uh, between Republicans and Democrats. But, you know, I grew up in a family. My mom was a Democrat. My dad was a Republican. It was probably after I got involved in politics, my, my mom came around to being a Republican. <laughs> but, but when I served in the Illinois Senate, for instance, and, and when I worked in Washington, D.C., Republicans and Democrats got together to solve problems. They had differences. You know, when I was elected to the Illinois Senate, there were... 30 Democrats, 29 Republicans. It took us six weeks and 186 ballots to select the president of the Senate. I mean, those guys in Washington who couldn't come up with Speaker of the House, they're just pikers compared to what happened, happens in Illinois politics. But when it was all over, uh, we worked together. There, there were uh, senators that I could work with very closely on agricultural issues. I could work with some of the Chicago Democrats on some tax issues. Mm -hmm. and, and we didn't have any hesitation about sitting down with members of the other party and working together. That's one of the big differences. Sure. And then you went to Monmouth College to teach. Is that right? Uh, Did I yeah, skip anything? I, I, I was... Um, out on a sheep ranch in, in Wyoming, and Professor Lemon, who was here and who I'd known forever, called and uh, found me out there on the sheep ranch. They had fired the finance prof at Monmouth College in May because he was really not very good. And, and Lemon brought me to, to, to uh, teach uh, finance, and I also s snuck in as much economics as I could because that was my, my field, really. And sure. That was, that was the beginning. I, I taught for five years, then left to go to the Illinois Farm Bureau for five years, and then came back to teach for 20 more years at Monmouth. What took you to a sheep farm in Wyoming? Well, my family raised sheep yeah. from, from the day I was born. I okay. said I was probably conceived in the sheep barn. And after I had ended my political career, uh, I happened to I had worked with this sheep ranch because they had the best Suffolk sheep flock in the country. And uh, the guy that ran it called to see if I could find anybody to come out and, and uh, help at the ranch in the summer because they were going through a dramatic family problem. And I couldn't find anybody, so I called and said, eh, I'll come out. So I was, that's what I was doing. I was out there uh, doing... Everything you do on a 
on a ranch, which is very different than an Illinois farm. Sure. Uh, and Lemon called and said, come back here. we got a job for you. So, nice. Uh, and so mom of college it was. Yep. There's the cliff note version of Ken McMillan, right? That's on right. On his, his uh, <laughs> career. Well, congratulations on being recognized at the 96th uh, annual convention for the National FFA in front of 72,000 people as the past 1962-63 uh, president. That's a pretty cool thing, Ken. Thank you. And I'll see you soon. Getting ready for the legislative roundtable coming up. Okay. Have a great week. Anything else you want to add? No, thanks. Okay. Have a great day. Ken McMillan with us from the Warren Henderson uh, Farm Bureau Board as well as a Monmouth Rotarian at 8.30.